my beautiful normies and non-normies. Buenos dias. Buenas tardes. Buenas noches. Buenos dias. Buenas tardes. Buenas noches. Buenos dias. Buenas tardes. Buenas noches. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Wherever you are. Um, for you podcasters, this is my second time attempting to record this. I was recording, and when I was in my 18-minute mark, I ended up getting a phone call, and it knocked out my whole entire recording. And it's frustrating because I wish it would have saved it up to that point, but it didn't. It just knocked it out completely. So I wasn't as perky in my first recording. I guess it knocked out for a reason. I don't know. Whatever. I'm a little more perkier now because, you know, I got a chance to get myself together now. My bipolar has been off today. It's just been, yeah, a, a really bad bipolar day. Um, hold on. I'm trying to move this wire. I don't want the wiring to pull because of my recording will stop. Um, but I was telling you guys a little backstory, you know what I'm saying, of what something that is bothering me. And I wanted to vent it out with you guys um because usually when I vent things out with you guys it helps me process it helps me see things a little bit differently and I'm always hoping that somebody will then you know give me their input as well because I'm always open to other people's inputs and suggestions and things like that but normally y'all don't say anything so it just leaves me processing it on my own and it is what it is it works for me but um okay so this is the little backstory I'm going to tell you something that has to do with my father, and it has to do with um, my biological brothers. But in order to give you guys, well, yeah, my biological brothers only have two. Well, I had two. Um, To give you guys a little backstory, though, from my understanding and from the information that I know, my mother was the mistress to my father. He already had two, two boys with his wife. And I came along in a relationship that wasn't supposed to exist. And... He's never really played a big part in my life. Whenever I have asked him to be there, you know, for important occasions or things like that, he never, he's never there. Even when I got older, he still never tried to bother to play a part in my life either. Like, I would understand why the first 18 years of my life, maybe you couldn't because of my mother or whatever the case may be. But after I turned 18 and I was an adult, you didn't try to either. So that just leaves me having no respect because what's the point? Um, but anyway, so I have a little backstory to give you guys. When I was about 27 years old, I had written my father a letter. I was living with my mother at this time. I had my oldest daughter with me and my middle child. So my oldest had been between six and seven and my middle child was like a year old. I believe she was seven. He was about a year or a year and a half old. And I had written a letter to pretty much ask my father for help with a deposit for an apartment. I would be able to pay the rent my problem was I wasn't going to be able to get a secure deposit together and you know pay the rent and still provide for the kids with things that they needed so I did reach out and this is my second time in my life reaching that was that was at that time and still is the second time in my life that I had ever reached out to him for any type of help the first time I reached out for help was for help for a secure deposit for a down payment for a car Um, Because I had already given birth to my daughter and I just didn't want to, or I was going to give birth to my daughter, one of the two. And I didn't want to have to, you know, figure out how to get around with her and things like that. So I had asked him for a deposit for a car and a down payment. And um, I asked him to please not give it to my mother because my mother was then not going to give me the money. But did he listen to me? 
No, he didn't. He gave it to my mother. What my mother did was, well, either you take my car or you get nothing because that's my $2,000. It was given to me for me to put a down payment on a vehicle. It was not given to you. Why am I being obligated to keep your grandma keys when I don't like driving big cars? Like, that makes no sense. The money was given to me for me to be able to keep the car. So I said, okay, you want to be slick? All right, I got you. So I took, this, I took the grandma keys and then I turned around and used the grandma keys as a down payment to get myself another car. Because you want to play your game? Fine, I'm going to find a loophole how to play this game. Like, you're so money hungry that you kept my money. That was not given to you. It was given to me and my child. But anyways, so I had written a letter when I was about 27 years old asking for help for a deposit for a down payment because I wanted to move out of my mother's house. Somehow, I always ended up back in my mom's house, which is frustrating because Connecticut is a little expensive to live at. But it was also because of the partner I had. He didn't really uphold his part, and which was Bill's dad, so it made it hard for me financially to be able to keep my part. But um, I've never been evicted or anything like that. I just didn't venture out to find a place if I couldn't find a place in a good area for my kids. Instead, I'd rather just put up with the woman and pay, you know what I'm saying, her common charges there and the utilities, and that was my portion of the rent. Um, But I did write a letter asking for help because at this point she was using me as like her maid. And I'm not a kid anymore. I'm not about to be your maid. Yes, I'm picking up after my kids. Yes, I'm picking up after myself, but I'm not about to pick up after you as well. Like, you're not my child. You're a grown-ass woman. I already picked up after you my whole life growing up. Um, And instead of my father being the one to call me, it turns out to be his wife. His wife calls me. And in this conversation, she's asking me for a DNA test. And I found this to be so disrespectful and so rude because I didn't ask to be on this earth. You know, I didn't ask for my mother to have me. I didn't ask for my mother and my father to do what they did so that I can be conceived. So why should I be the one having this conversation with you when I don't I don't owe you anything? I don't owe you an explanation to how I made it in this earth because I don't even know how I made it on this earth. Like, so I don't owe you anything. So why are you calling my phone? I was like, if my father felt like <clears throat> I was not his child, and he wanted a DNA test. He had from the time I turned 18 to ask, but he didn't ask. He never mentioned anything about it. So why now are we having this conversation when I'm 27 years old with two kids of my own? Like, that just makes no sense to me. So I got mad because I felt like she intercepted the letter that I had written to my father because I never heard from him. He never called me. So I'm assuming she intercepted the letter and that's why he never called. But I left it alone Then didn't bother to reach out anymore. Didn't say anything else. Left it alone. Um, so I found out, no, not that I found out, sorry. This was about 2010, I believe is when it happened. So let's fast forward now. And, um, we are in 2019 and I was going through a severe, severe mental breakdown. Like I was barely, barely making it every day. Like, I was trying to do work and take care of the kids and live in a place that was not suitable for my kids to be at by my, um, you know, definition of acceptable places. So, um, my cousin's mother, my cousin is the only one that we kind of speak to part, that's part of our family. Um, she's always has my back, has always been there, and... She'll always be there because that's like my little sister. 
But, okay, sorry you guys, I need to get a sushi. I know I'm talking to you guys, but I need to get a sushi. And, um, her mother calls me, right? Apparently my father was supposed to be sick. And they didn't think he had a long time to live and something about his liver and drinking too much and blah, 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 blah. I really don't know the full story. So I can't give you guys a story that I don't know. All I know is... I'm sorry, but I don't get to use sushi because I'm allergic to selfish. So when I do get like the avocado roll or the California rolls, I enjoy them. I can't do the seaweed either. It's sushi. Did I try one? Oh, so you know how to use chopsticks? Mm-hmm. They're a little soft because it's I know, just leave it. What does that mean? It's on? Yeah. I'm recording right now. Crush impressions? No, you're interrupting my whole entire You already ate yours. The same one you yeah. ate. I didn't get to eat mine yet. You liked it? Yep. Yeah. Sorry you guys. I know this is not I'm sorry you guys. He likes sushi. I thought he did. I wouldn't like it. But he likes it. Probably because it's not cold. You already ate yours. I want to try that girl. You already ate these. Mm. I never got to eat mine. Dang. Oh. No. I'm, I'm, no. No. I mean, lyrical. Put on that to the table. I'm sorry, you guys. I shouldn't have ate my sushi just when I started. But I haven't eaten my lunch. This was my lunch. It was too cold when I tried to eat it, and my teeth were hurting really bad. So I had to let it sit for room temperature so I could eat it. Then I had a session with another coach because we're going live tomorrow. So we had to situate that. Um, I'm here now because it's Wednesday and I did not want to accidentally not post my podcast. So, here we are. I'm eating sushi with y'all while doing my podcast. And I don't know why I'm eating. Knowing I was trying to tell a story. You're doing a mukbang tomorrow? This is not no mukbang, okay? Yes, it is. No. Because I'm actually talking. Mukbangs don't talk. They say the songs do. Well, not the ones I see. They just eat. Normally, I cannot eat sushi because they're selfish. And the seaweed. Thank you, Donald. But I mean, if it's too fresh, that's the thing. This one has a really small seaweed. It's not a lot. It's 
not the whole thing. Because a lot of you want the meals that you make with soy sauce. Hmm? Like what rice or soy sauce? The Chinese r- rice I make? Yeah. Or just the Chinese rice in general. I haven't made Chinese rice in a long time. Hmm. I might have to do that one day. Can I get a soda? Can you give me a soda? Can you put this in the garbage too? Thank you. Mmm. I'm sorry, y'all. I have to take my pills. In order to take my pills, I gotta eat. Um, the straw. Oh no, that's one of my. I was just gonna get some food. Oh, the, the can was empty, that's why. I don't know. The can was empty, so I just used the straw. It wasn't me, I'll tell you that much. It wasn't me either. Alright. I know I'm so unprofessional. But I am who I am. It is what it is. Um, but if I just need my pills when you get a chance. It is what it is, so. Wait, I should take three of these. Sorry, you guys. Y'all gonna watch me take my medication, too. Why I forget? My chronic pain has been bad. It's like driving me insane. And I've been having migraines the last two days. So, I'm dealing with a lot of pain. And we went to Walmart earlier, forgetting to take my meds. Damn, I dropped soda sauce on the sheets. Mm-hmm. Damn, I really did drop soy sauce on the sheets. Damn. Alright, all done now. Okay. Hold on. One pill didn't go down all the way. Who ate my chips? Delano. Yes, you did. But Those yes. weren't yours. But yes, let them throw mine. No. I don't have any. Yes, you did. She bought yes, some today. Yes, she did. Oh. I told you to get pasta salad, Delano. I said I bought the marker. I thought it would be a finish line. I thought you were moose bone. No. Okay. But I had told you to get pasta salad if you were hungry, did I not? Yeah. So why didn't you? I did. You got pasta salad? Yeah. You still were hungry? No. So well, no. yes. Well, you're not making no sense. Well, yes. I only ate like two chips. You did not eat two chips. It was a brand new, almost a brand new bag. Yeah, I did. I had a tequila left. Well, I don't know what happened to the rest of it. Delano. I'm serious. I watched you. Okay. You probably didn't realize you did, but you ate it. I watched you. 
you were over there with the bag. Then you even walked over here. Mm-hmm. You don't remember? I don't. Alright. Okay, y'all. Sorry, you guys. See, <coughs> this is my life. No, because you're eating chips. Yeah, well, then you're done eating. So anyways, fast forward. I'm sorry for the whole interruption, you know, and everything. But fast forward to 2019. I was literally having, like, severe depression, postpartum depression, severe depression. I was having, like, trying not to have a complete mental breakdown. So get pasta salad, Delano. If you're still hungry, then get pasta salad. Sorry, you guys. Again, anybody else? Before I start telling my story again. But you're going to have to put hot water in that. And the bottle. Anything else before I start telling my story? You want pasta and salad? Alright. Somebody gotta give her pasta salad. He won't even get his. You know that was your apple juice on the table that you never drank, right? I jumped it off. Okay, good. Now I'm going back to my story. Can I I need to finish? Okay. Alright, you guys. So fast forward to 2019, like I said, I was trying not to have a mental breakdown. We were living in a situation that was, it was too much for me. I mentally, I just couldn't, I could not cope with it. It was just way too much. So, that light is bothering me. But then you can't see my pretty makeup. Never mind. So, um, I got, I got in, uh... My cousin got in contact with me. Her mother did. And this is the only cousin that we speak to that's part of our family. Biological, blood-related cousin. So her mother had gotten in contact with me. And apparently my father was supposed to be dying or something or whatever. And they were trying to do the will. And basically they wanted to put, to put me out of the will. But the attorney told them that if my father had signed a birth certificate and I carry his last name, that's illegal. There's no way that they can take me out of the will. Like, I am entitled to split everything just like his other two kids are. So she was begging me to please go get a DNA test. And I was like, listen, I don't need a darn DNA test. Like, this man really hasn't done anything for me. Like, why must I give him answers when I don't get anything from this man? This man doesn't help me for anything. He doesn't see my kids. Like, nothing. So why should I do him the favor of giving him answers so she was like well think about the kids and i'm like you just finished telling me that they cannot sign me out of the will so what's the problem how am i not thinking about the kids like this man has not done anything for me or even reached out to to see or meet my kids i was the one that took you know i'm saying my two oldest when they were little to see him for the first time he never came to me Like, he had never met my kids. Like, come on, are you kidding me? He never made an effort to. He may have cried to other people. Oh, Lynette got kids, and I don't even know them. Well, do you reach out to Lynette? Because Lynette has her own mind. 
Whatever your beef was with my mother, that's your beef with my mother. That should not be your beef with me. So, I never did it because I actually ended up in a psych ward. Um, I had to go and put myself in the psych ward. I started getting really severe urges of wanting to cut myself. And at that time, the baby was a year old and she was clinging on to me to dear life. And I just... It was a lot going on, and I just couldn't handle it. Um, So I had told my cousin, listen, I cannot do this right now. I can't even deal with this right now. Like, I'm dealing with way too much. Like, I can't not handle this at all. Um, But she kept trying to pressure me and pressure me, and I think that some of that pressure is what helped get me into the psych ward. Because she was not caring anything about my safety or my kid's safety. She just wanted it get answers from my father um and she was pushing this because my father's wife is actually her godmother that's how small the circle was when my mother was dealing with my father and um so I never got to do it like because I didn't get on my feet for a while and then after that she stopped talking to me because she got offended because I didn't want to move when she wanted me to move so my life was supposed to mean nothing right so you're sitting here telling me that getting a DNA test to prove who the man is to me was more important than me being alive. Hey, you could have had my DNA after I died. For all you cared. For all you cared. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the way that you're treating this is like I had no right to to worry about my safety and my mental health because I still have three kids to raise. I had to make sure that I was in a better position mentally than financially. Like, y'all not understanding. So, what? I could have had the money, but I'd have been in a straitjacket and probably never bring my ass back out because my mental breakdown would have broke me completely. Like, I still have kids to raise and I still got to be there for it. So, anyways, fast forward to yesterday. My cousin had called me and was like, hey, I got some information um the other day from my grandmother and I was like oh what's up because none of them talked to me and um she was like I heard your brother died and I'm like wait the only one I had left because the other one had already died about two years ago I think it was um or a year ago somewhere around there I don't know because I don't nobody talks to me so I don't know and um I was like oh word from what he was like she was like something about the stomach he had had stomach surgery I'm like, yo, I really need my father's medical history because now both of his kids are deceased. And I'm the only one left. Like, I need to know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? So that I can protect myself, prepare myself, and be, you know what I'm saying, on top of everything. But I was like, oh, wow. So I didn't know how to feel about it. Um, It did low-key bother me because it brought up the DNA incident. Like, you guys wanted to write me out of the will so that they can get everything. Well, I guess karma must have knocked on your door. And God forgive me, I'm not trying to be insensitive about the situation. Because I'm not. But I'm looking at it like, well, karma knocked on my father's door. Because you've neglected me my whole life. You've ignored me my whole life. And y'all were trying to sign me out of a will. And look what happened. Ain't that messed up? Like, you're trying to sign me out of the world to give me nothing. And yet the only child you have left is me. The same child 
you have nothing to do with. The same child you're trying to claim does not have your DNA. Like, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just wanted to talk, vent it out to you guys because it just brought up the whole DNA thing and it brought up the whole, you know, daddy issues and being neglected and, you know what I'm saying, me paying for whatever my mother done did because that's why he doesn't show up in my life. Like, I don't know if I should reach out and say, you know, condolences, can I please get your medical history so that I can then be prepared because, you know what I'm saying, I'm 42, they were older than me, they had to be like in their 50s, I think, I don't even know because I don't even know how much older than me they were, I know they were teenagers when I was born, I believe, so I'm not even sure, I don't even know how old he is, to be honest with you, um, but yeah, so like it brought up the whole DNA thing and the way I was feeling like I can't believe my own blood stopped talking to me because I did not put the DNA test before my mental health. So when I found out, because one day I'm, I'm happened, I was talking to her daughter and I was like, hey, yo, your mom don't text no more, like don't call like, she not talking to me or something? Because I realized that like, she wasn't even responding to anything on my Facebook activity. So she was like, oh, yeah, my mom don't like you. I was like, oh, that was good to know. You could have told me that before because I would have been blocked her off my page. You know what I'm saying? So I went and I blocked her off of my page. Because you're not about to be giving anybody any information on me. Like... I'm trying to stay in my safe place, my safe zone, where I feel comfortable, where I can breathe. And granted, even though we're living in an extended stay, I'm still safe. You know what I'm saying? And I don't have that past negativity haunting me and all that other stuff. Like, no, thank you. I had to start fresh over. My life was already a disaster. Like, I have to put it back together again. I don't need people that are not for me. I need... I mean, that are not for me to be anywhere near me. If you're not for me and my kids, then stay away from me. Like, leave me alone. I done paid the price for my mom's karma over and over and over and over. That's why I'm so cautious of when I do anything, because I do not want karma to find my kids. I don't want karma to even have to look for my kids. I don't want my kids to even be in karma's radar for anything. So, no thank you. I'm I'm staying to myself where I know I'm sane and I'm safe. And I'm not going to be out there doing nothing dumb, slow, or stupid. But it just brought up the DNA thing. Because I'm like, how are you going to stop talking to me? Because I didn't want to do a DNA test. Like, you're not even related to your godmother, blood-wise. You're not even related to my father, blood-wise. So why... Did you pick them over your blood cousin? And why were you not understanding of my situation? Like, my life should have came before anything. You should have been like, okay, you know what? When you get situated, let me know. Because I did let her know when I got situated and never heard back about the DNA test or anything else. So I left it alone. I'm not about to push something that I didn't want to do in the first place. Because then my agreement was, okay, I'll do the DNA test under one condition. And that condition was that if I do turn out to be his daughter and the DNA test proves it, 
then you got to play a part in these kids as a grandfather. You know what I'm saying? You have to play a part in these kids' lives because that's all I care about is them. You know, any money comes my way, I was going to put it in their name and put it in an account for them, and that's it. Like, it is what it is. I just want to make sure my kids are loved, situated, and good to go, and it's like nobody wants to be a part of their lives for the right reasons. They only want to be a part of their lives for, like, the wrong reasons, and that is so frustrating and so irritating. But I just needed to vent that out, and I appreciate you guys for listening, and I appreciate you guys for watching and you know what I'm saying if you have any thoughts like was I wrong was I wrong for putting myself first for the first time ever because I had never in my life placed myself in a psych ward before bad enough I had to leave the psych ward early because I was being told that my child was going to be taken from me and the other one was getting real suicidal so I had to beg the psych ward to let me out earlier than what they had wanted to because my kids' lives were at stake. And I was like, if I lose any of these kids, I'm telling you, I'm taking myself. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm just I'm just being transparent and honest. So it's safer to let me go than it is to keep me. And that's pretty much what got me released early. But was I wrong? Because I had never put myself before that, like, first. Like, I have always been done any, everything for my kids and because of my kids. Contrary of whatever the woman has told anybody, if you guys are watching, because if anybody would have taken the time to sit down and talk to me and realize the type of parent that I am, I was the complete opposite of her. She was talking about I was the one partying. Man, listen, that woman would have me up at her friend's house two, three, four, five o'clock in the morning sleeping on people's couches because you dagger and having a good old time and I can't go home yet. And half of the time there were school nights and then I had to get up in the freezing cold, get in the car, to fro- in a frozen car, because she didn't even have the audacity to warm up the car for me before I got in there. And then take my butt home to sleep the little bit of time I had left before I had to go to school the next day. Like, how is that correct? Like, how is that right parenting? I had never done that to my kids. I never left them out partying. Like, while I was out partying, if we were going to go out partying at somebody's house, we were staying the night at that house so my kids can go to sleep with their kids. And then this way, we were all in a safe place. We weren't partying out in a club and having random things happen. Like, I was productive about my adulting time. And I was considerate of my kids when it came to me being an adult. I never put myself before my kids. And that was the first time I put myself before anybody. Because I knew if I did not go, I was going to cut. I was, And I don't know what I was going to cut. I could have cut my veins. I could have just been a cutter. I don't know. But I did not, I was afraid of seeing that side of me because it was an urge that was, it was hard. It was like, it was like I was fiending for a drug that I didn't get enough of and I had never cut before. So I had to take care of me. But do you guys think that I was wrong for doing that? And I haven't talked to her ever since. Like I just blocked her recently because I found out two years later. But I had never known that she felt that way. Like, if I would have known, I would have approached it, discussed it, instead of just blocking her. But she done been on it for two years, so what was the point of discussing it now? I just blocked her. I called it a day. Like, I I was trying to figure out how the hell my ex-husband had found my phone number. For all I know, she could have told somebody my information. I mean, my number has changed since then, I think. No, it didn't. Nope, because he ended up getting the number, so it didn't change. But it is what it is. That's what I wanted to tell you guys. A little story, a little backstory to 
why I guess my bipolar was all over the place today because I guess it really bothered me more than what I thought it did. Um, but yeah, that's about it. I have a coaching session I gotta get to in 50 minutes. Um, I have a paid client, but I just wanted to give you guys my venting because I needed to let it out and let it go and just I'm working on anything positive that's healing. I don't want any scabs. I want to be completely healed. So I'm working towards that. And you guys are just my listening ears for it. I mean, I appreciate you guys. And to all my new followers, thank you for subscribing. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the love. To all my old followers, thank you. Thank you. Big kisses to you guys for being here this long, for supporting, for loving. Can y'all please like, comment, and share? That's going to help me with the algorithm. The more you guys interact with the channel, the more my channel get put in front of other people, other eyes. The more you guys listen to my podcast, the more chances I have of getting my podcast monetized. I am trying to make this into residual income. Got to support my kids. I got to support my family. Got to get out of this and we have to get into our own home. I need to create more income. And then um, I'm revamping myself per se, like I'm really learning myself and checking my changes out and this life coaching, I'm really, really, really good at it and I love it and it's just changed me in so many ways and I'm so happy and so grateful that I've become a life coach and a health coach now because I'm certified for both now, but um, it's done a lot of changes for me and my kids, like my household is a heck of a lot more healthier than what it was. Um, not saying that it was anything horrible back then, but I per se was not the healthy person that I am now, even though I'm going through my depressions and stuff like that. Um, I'm no longer wearing that mask. I speak my truth and it is what it is. But thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. If y'all can please comment, please comment. I would greatly appreciate it. Okay. And I did get dolled up for you guys. So you guys got to let me know, did you like the makeup look? Because I did do my makeup for y'all. I was like, you guys have been seeing me rough, 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 rough for a few months now. Let me just get a little bit cute. <laughs> All right, anyways, love y'all. Be blessed, okay? And don't forget, tomorrow is a promise to anybody. So make it count and let's make yesterday jealous. Deuces. Deuces.